Welcome to Love in the Air, the podcast that serves up all things tennis. Whether you're a fan of the sport, a seasoned player, or a beginner just starting out, this podcast is just for you. Join us as we explore the ins and outs of the game, from techniques and strategy to the latest news and trends. With expert guests, exciting interviews, and lively discussions, we'll keep you on the edge of your seat and help you take the tennis game to the next level. So grab your racket, tune in, and get ready for some ace content. This is Love in the Air, a tennis podcast. Supervising training can benefit child athletes, but consider age and use care. So the question that was asked to me by one of the parents was, at what age should kids start working with a professional trainer in a supervised fitness training program that would include circuit training, lightweights, and stretching and exercises? Well, that's an excellent question. Given the era or the time that we live in with heightened levels of obesity, diabetes, and inactivity, I have to say that the question is kind of a breath of fresh air. I'm all for the phrase, the more active, the better. When it comes to anyone, but especially children, however, the question goes far beyond the issue of getting kids more active. It goes to the heart of the training issues for children, preteens, and adolescents. I would say, considering my response, kind of felt compelled to request opinions from experts, both in training and outside of tennis, but specifically in the general field of the fitness training area. So what about supervised fitness training for young people? I always believe that children would definitely benefit from exercise programs that involve hard lung conditioning as well as resistance training. Now, please note that I intentionally did not use the words weight training because those words can elicit various responses from different people. Resistance can come in many forms other than just using weights or machines. So that's not the only way to actually train. Once body weight, medicine balls, light in this case, rubber tubbing, and Dynabands are forms of training that can provide tremendous benefits. So consider that as well. Okay, so now let's examine the research when we are looking to address this question. So when I researched, I looked at master professionals, uh, people in the physical, educational, recreational, dance, doctors, therapy, and a plethora of people who were knowledgeable in this area. And each of the experts felt that we needed to be careful about actually making a decision about fitness training using chronological age as the only factor whether a child is ready. So that's very interesting, right? Because as parents, we become simplistic, but we have to actually go more in depth into that question to understand how do we really need to look at this. Children of similar ages can have very different physical, emotional, and mental capacities that will handle and that will play a role in determining whether the individual's readiness to be fit. Now, also, each expert emphasized that supervision is the key word in your question. Children should never be left to themselves in a fitness training regimen. Now, also, I'm discussing actual fitness training here, not just the concept of playing or activity in tennis. Now, young kids can and should start supervised training that develop physical component as young as possible. That's the key. 
The earlier the kids learn correct movement patterns, the greater development can be achieved as they age. However, this should be performed in like fun game-based environments that focus on movements that develop agility, balance, and coordination. That is one of the secrets. The major limiting factor in young kids, and I'm talking about less than 10 years old, is each kid's ability to understand instructions and perform the activities with proper technique. I want you to listen to that again. So go back to make sure that you understand that properly. One of the experts that I spoke with, she said, children and adolescents can exercise at any age though there needs to be a special consideration when it comes to strength training. And it makes sense. They need to have the proper instruction and supervision. So in most cases, adult guidelines apply to strength training. But with children, it is very important to decrease the intensity. The recommendations from the American College of Sports Medicine, and this was back in the 2008-2009 era, are for children to engage in 8 to 10, I mean, sorry, 8 to 15 repetitions for each exercise and to perform to the point of moderate fatigue with good mechanical form. Circuit training is a great form of exercise for children and adolescents because it's short fun and interesting. It also can help because it can mimic specific sports exercises and that is the goal. Now another expert said typically I would recommend that players can start with the fitness training program as soon as they can follow directions properly. That makes sense right? This might be a better indicator that can actual age not be the determining factor but also to understand the most programs for prepubescent athletes can be very successful utilizing the player's own body weight. Following puberty, players can start with light weights, always focusing on proper technique. The same goes for flexibility training. Technique is very important. As the player gets stronger, the weight sets and repetitions can increase. Now here is what another expert was asking and he had several amazing questions. And the first question was, at what age are children mentally ready? Do they possess the cognitive maturity? Meaning, do they have the sensory motor development skills? Now think about this. This development typically occurs between the ages of birth to two years. The next question is, do they have the pre-operatory skills to where they can mentally act upon objects. This typically occurs between the ages of two to seven years. The next question is, do they have the ability to sort objects according to size, shape, or any other characteristic? The next question is, do they have the ability to recognize logical relationships among elements in a serial order and perform transitive inferences? Next, do they have the ability to name and identify sets of objects according to appearance, size, or other characteristics, including the idea that one set of objects can include another? These developments typically can occur between the ages of 7 to 11 years old. If a parent were to ask me today, what is the best age to start training my child, I would tell them this. From personal experience and observation, 
the ideal age to begin a supervised training regimen starts from seven and up. There are always exceptions to the rule. At this age, most children possess the basic mental and physical requirements necessary to begin their training with a greater chance of success and personal satisfaction. That is the point. Now, the last expert that I spoke with, he continued by asking, at what age does a child have the ability to focus and pay attention? Every child is different. And as parents and coaches, we should know our kids. That's a responsibility. Honestly, ask yourself the above question prior to embarking on a training regimen. My daughter was diagnosed with ADHD when she was two years old. She did not have the ability to stay focused or pay attention for any length of time. Until she was seven years old, she could do that. And at that time, we got her involved in a group supervised training regimen. So in essence, every child is unique and different. Please note that there can be tremendous advantages with the individual supervised training if your child is ready for it. And with this condition, you're going to have such an amazing time as a parent understanding how this works. When you consider a training regimen, try to match the program to your child's current ability. Make sure the training program incorporates future room for challenge and growth. Just to close this out, and in summary, there was one unique assertion for most of the members in the panel and in the research that I did. No matter what you plan for your child, Fun has to be involved. If it is not fun, nothing will be sustainable. Isn't that true about life as well? I hope you like this podcast. I'll see you in the next one. Go to the court and ace your game.